What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Saturday, August 18th. Today's show is the quarterbacks. We're going to go over the top 10 quarterbacks. Oh, I'm excited. I love the quarterbacks. I That's one of my favorite positions. Uh, as you can tell, my voice is a little uh, different. I was at the Raiders-Rams Week 2 preseason game. Took the family. Um, had a, some wonderful friends. Thank you for, uh, from Adam, Shauna, Dez, and Cody. For the tickets, uh, they surprised me for my birthday with some tickets to this game, and I took the family. We had a blast. Uh, so that's why my voice is a little different. We were yelling Raiders and hooting and hollering and cheering and whatnot, so it was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Please follow the show on Twitter, at Fantasy Knockout, and on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Knockout. There's a lot of news to go over. Um, please visit the show at fantasyknockout.com for current draft rankings. Also, feel free to ask a question on there. Um, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. As I stated last week, we have, I'm going to call it the review challenge, all right? I'm going to put it out on you guys. Please get this show 50 reviews on all the platforms, 50 total. So once we get 50, Everyone who submitted a review will have a chance to win. I'll put everybody in the pot, pull out a name, and we'll, I will give away an autographed NFL jersey, such as like Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints, DeAndre Hopkins, a receiver from the Texans, or even a Le'Veon Bell. So, 50 reviews get you a chance to win an autographed NFL jersey. So, please get those reviews in and share the show so others can have a chance to do that, too. So please subscribe to the show because you want to make sure you get it in your podcast um, app every time. You don't want to miss out. Um, and then you can so- support the show by becoming a Patreon. So every little bit helps. Um, you can do this at patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. News and views. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of news going on because we missed last week's. So... Kick it off, we got quarterback A.J. McCarron from the Buffalo Bills. He suffered a broken collarbone in the Bills' second preseason game. Oh, that's a bummer, but they do have a couple quarterbacks there. They got Nate Peterman, who I think if if anybody remembers last year, he's the one that threw five interceptions to the Chargers before the first half was even over. Um, So they got him, and then they also drafted a rookie quarterback Josh Allen who in my opinion that's probably going to be the man that wins the job he's the better quarterback and you know going forward he's the face of the franchise so it just moves his timetable up quicker as far as the development and whatnot next we got quarterback Nick Foles from the Philadelphia Eagles he's actually the backup quarterback there Carson Wentz is the main guy Wentz suffered an ACL injury last year and so he's recovering um, he's getting better, but not fight quite. Um, the doctors quite haven't released him to play in full contact yet. <clears throat> so Nick Foles is the is the guy. He's the one that won the MVP in the Super Bowl. Had an amazing game. Well, anyways, <clears throat> Foles had an MRI, MRI, MRI done on his shoulder. There's no structural damage. 
but he will miss the rest of the preseason because they're probably going to need him to start week one until Carson Wentz gets back. So they don't want to take any chances with him. Next, uh, running back, DeMarco Murray. A lot of people are seeing some running backs getting hurt and thinking, well, why don't they go and sign this guy? That's because he's retired. DeMarco Murray has joined Fox Sports as a college football analyst. Good for him. But does that mean he's not coming back? He's not going to be playing this year. So cross him off your boards. <clears throat> don't think that you're going to pick him up in the late rounds as a stash. He's not playing. All right. Next, running back, Samaje P. Ryan from the Washington Redskins. Suffered a sprained ankle in Thursday's preseason game. He's expected to miss at least a week. That hurts because their main member guy, their main stud, um, Darius Geis, Remember, he tore his ACL or MCL, sprained his, sprained his knee bad, where he's going to be missing a lot of <laughs> this year. Then you also have their other running back, Chris Thompson, who's recovering from an injury last year. And he's not going to be ready till midseason. And P. Ryan was the backup. and So you got him and Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly's nickname is Fat Rob. And it wasn't by, given by anybody but himself. So this year... He lost some weight. He was, you know, known as Fat Rob. So he was a little chunky and heavy and thick and whatnot. And this year he lost some weight and he's looking a lot better. And so his new nickname this year is Fit Rob. Well, he's going to be the main guy there in Washington uh, until these other running backs decide to get healthy and and can play. So uh, in Washington, the main guy there is Fit Rob, Rob Kelly. Uh, Next, we got uh, wide receiver Des Bryant. He's a free agent. He met with the Cleveland Browns, and they were expecting to work out a contract. Guess what? Still no contract. He left there without a contract. It doesn't look like he's going to be in Cleveland. So as of right now, Des Bryant doesn't have a team. It's probably going to be – it's probably going to take another major injury to a team's top receiver for them to look at Des and bring him in and sign him. So the Cowboys are looking pretty smart since uh, nobody is willing to sign Des Bryant. Next, we got running back Jamal Williams from the Green Bay Packers. He has been diagnosed with a minor ankle sprain he suffered in Thursday's preseason game. Um, he, you know, Jamal's the the main guy. He's going to get the first team reps because Aaron Jones, the other running back there, suspended the first two games um, for you know substance abuse. Well. You know, this might set back Jamal just a little bit, but I'm not worried. You know, it's just a minor ankle sprain. They'll tape it up and he'll run out there and be fine. So just keep that in mind that, you know, he did have a lower uh, lower body injury, you know, to his legs or feet. That's just something to monitor. Uh, next, we got running back Jarek McKinnon from San Francisco. He will be out of action until week one. Man, what's going on up there? Matt Burita's out. Jarek McKinnon's out. So, San Francisco running backs are taking a hit. Um, actually, I believe they signed Alfred Morris. Uh, he's a He was a free agent running back. He played in Washington the last couple of years. Well, actually, last year he was with Dallas. Uh, but he was in Washington with Kyle Shanahan back in the day. So, they signed him. It looks like more of just a depth move, you know, just to keep running backs <laughs> on the roster because they keep going through them, I guess. Anyways, I'm not worried. I think McKinnon will be fine starting week one. They're just being safe. 
Uh, next, oh man, my boy, Sexy Rexy, Rex Burkhead from the New England Patriots. He believe he's dealing with a slight tear in his knee. Oh man, it just bums me out because even though he's come out and said if this week two preseason game was a regular season game, he would have dressed and played through it. That's great and all, but it's still a minor injury that's going to linger all season long, most likely. So I'm just going to tailor and lower my expectations just a little bit with him. Um, my excitement, I still like him. I still I like the opportunity. It's just, you know, I'm going to bump him down just a little bit in the rankings. Next, we got wide receiver Doug Baldwin from the Seattle, Seahaw- uh, Seattle Seahawks. <clears throat> he was spotted doing sprints at practice on Thursday. That's great news because he was having those leg issues, remember? Now he's running and doing it, and he looks like he's getting back to form, so that's exciting. Um, Next, we got tight end Delaney Walker from the Tennessee Titans. He is being evaluated after suffering a loader body injury in Thursday's practice. Um, They're thinking it's a toe. Anyways, remember those lower body injuries we were warning you about last couple couple weeks? Well, keep an eye on this. Uh, Next, we got quarterback Ben Roethlisberger from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has been cleared from the concussion protocol. Well, you say, what? How did he get a concussion? Well, one of his the last like practice on Wednesday or something, the last play, the last bit of practice, he fell, he bumped his head, and they put him in the concussion protocol. Well, he's cleared it because it was just a minor little bump, and they're just being safe because the NFL has to. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Big Ben's going to be great. Take him late round. He's a good quarterback. Next, we got running back Saquon Barkley from the New York Giants. He did not practice on Thursday. Um, he's, you know, the hamstring is is acting up. Um, they're just being con- they're just being cautious. Most likely, he's going to miss the rest of the preseason, so he probably won't play in any of the games. But he'll just do practices and whatnot. They're just they're saving their running back stud for the regular season. They just don't want to tweak any of this lower body injuries. Like I said, it's kind of a, a theme going on. Uh, next, we got running back Isaiah Crowell. He suffered, you know, he's from the Jets. He suffered a concussion in the preseason opener. They're saying he'll be ready for week one, but he's going to miss probably the rest of the preseason. Uh, next, we got running back Rashad Penny from the Seattle Seahawks. He had surgery on a broken finger. Um, they're saying he's going to be ready for the season opener. Um, you know, they're just... Guys are getting dinged up in games and in practices and getting ready for this season. It's a uh, brutal sport, but uh, they're just taking precautions. So if you don't see your guys out there in these preseason games, don't worry. A lot of them will be ready. They're just you know being safe and saving them for this season. Last bit of news, we got wide receiver Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. He's out with a broken finger and questionable for week one. So they don't know when he's going to come back. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll monitor that, and I will let you know. Parker is, I like Parker's talent and the opportunity this year since Landry is gone in Miami. So we'll keep monitoring that because he was a candidate for one of my guys. But with this broke finger, we'll see that uh, kind of makes it hard to catch the ball, and that's the position he plays. So, all right, we're going to jump right into the main event uh but first uh please follow the show 
on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. All right, the top 10 quarterbacks. We got the main event here. We're going to break down my top 10. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Not a surprise. He's a TD machine. Last year, he played in seven games. He had 1,675 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, six interceptions, and then he ran for 126 yards and no touchdowns. Rodgers is always on pace for 40-plus touchdowns. He's one of the best in the game. The issues this year, I guess, questions that you can uh, say for Rodgers is his number one target, Jordy Nelson, is gone. He's no more. Well, the past five years, out of 17 games, there were 17 games without Jordy, okay? His average is three points less. You know, that that hurts because Jordy is a good receiver. Him and Rodgers were just on the same page all the time. So, past five years, total 17 games without Jordy. His average is three points less, right? But he's still fine because he was at that, his total points, Rodgers' total points was at 23 the weekly average. That's that's fantastic. With Jordy in there, he was at 26. So it's a little bit of a dip, dip but I'm not worried. Okay, His eight-year average is 4,200-plus yards, which is great. You want a quarterback that gets over 4,000 every year. And 35-plus touchdowns. That's an average. Okay, Rodgers has always got it. Like I said before, he's always got a great chance to get 40-plus touchdowns. All right. When Rodgers plays full seasons of 16 games, since 2008, his finishes have been quarterback number two, number one, number two, number one, number two, number one, number seven, number one. Enough said. Moving on. Number two, we got Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Last year, he played 16 games. Great. He had uh, 3,983 passing yards, 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. But this is where he gets the boost. He had 586 rushing yards and three touchdowns. By far the number one quarterback last year. He doesn't get enough credit for what he did. Uh, That's probably because it was tough to watch Seattle. You know, the first two games were really slogan on the gate, and that's kind of when people make up their minds of what these players are going to look like all season long. They watch the first two and go, all right, now it's burning into into their heads that he had two bad games. Uh, He's a bum. Well, guess what? He went supersonic. 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 Yeah, supersonic. (laughs) He had a great run. Then he dipped a little bit in the playoffs and kind of, you know, that's what another thing maybe people are going off of too is they don't remember him being all that great in the playoffs for fantasy. Anyways, he he gets 500-plus rushing yards every year. Last year he had 586. He just rushes the ball. That's You get a lot of points for running the ball. As a quarterback, that's where he gets a boost. Um, he finishes as a quarterback one every year. One of my favorite targets this year, if the price is right. All right, coming in at number three, we got Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers. 
Uh, he played 16 games last year at 3,302 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, and 16 interceptions. Where he made up for that was in his rushing like Russell Wilson. He had ran for th- uh, 754 yards and six touchdowns. Wow. Cam had a big bounce back from the year before. He is Cam because he runs. That's 754 yards. That's a lot. He's finished 17th, 1st, 17th, and 2nd the last four years. He's finished a top four quarterback in four of six years. Basically, those 17th place finishes is where he's fallen. He's dipped. Um, He's had a great chance to He's got a great chance to finish as a top five quarterback this year. There's a lot of upside going there up going on there in Carolina. Um, he's got a be- better pass catcher um, in DJ Moore. They drafted him. You got Devin Funches and Christian McCaffrey as his running back. Um, he's got a higher percentage per great games than Mr. Brady, than Mr. Tom Brady. Cam's going to run a lot this year. He's going to dump off to McCaffrey. He's going to hit Funches and Moore and Olsen. I like Cam. If he's fallen in your drafts, scoop him up because he's going to be a value. Number four, we got Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. Last year, 16 games, threw for 4,334 yards, 23 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. And he, he doesn't run like the last two guys. He only had 12 yards and two touchdowns in the rushing game. Breeze is a top 10 quarterback since 2008. He was quarterback nine last year. His touchdown totals dropped last year. Hasn't shown me that he's lost anything. He's getting older. Um, But here's the thing. It's a solid team in New Orleans. The defense is great. He's not going to need to air it out like the Breeze of old. So I still project him to do similar to what he did last year. The... 42, 4,300 yards passing. But I, I project the touchdowns to move up. Well, how do you do that if if last year the team was all that good, Mark? You know, so this is this is why. In 2014 to 2016, the New Orleans Saints rushing touchdown ratio was two to one. Okay. Last year it was one to one. They ran in more touchdowns last year than they have in the past. Okay, that's because they have two amazing running backs. I don't see them. I see the running backs still being amazing. Okay, now, don't don't take my point wrong here. But the touchdown ratio was was high. Um, Breeze is going to get some of those rushing touchdowns. I don't see them rushing in that many again this year. They're still going to rush in a lot, but Breeze is going to get more. So. Pad his stats a little bit more uptake from the 23 touchdowns he threw last year. Let's say we they go back to the 2-to-1 ratio, all right? Well, that puts Breeze at the 28-30 to 30 touchdowns. Right now, right there, you do that, he's fantasy relevant. So, Breeze is solid. I project him to do better than he did last year. So, like I said, we're going to... Project Breeze to have a couple more touchdowns. His touchdown ratio last year was 4.3. Years past, it's been in that 5% range. It was a 5.1 the year before that. So he's going to come up. I don't see him having a a low percentage rate of 4.3 for Breeze. I see it more in that 5 range. So Breeze will be fine. He's going to be a stud again this year. 
I you know don't worry about the age. Speaking of old, we got number five, Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. Man, he was good. He has a he had a strong year. Um, he threw for forty five hundred and seventy seven yards, thirty two touchdowns, eight interceptions. And again, he's not like Cam or Russell Wilson, where he only ran for twenty eight yards and no touchdowns. He throws the ball. That's what he does. That's why he's one of the best. He's probably the best quarterback of all time. Well, he lost his top receiver, Julian Edelman. Edelman's out for the first four games. He also lost his deep target in Brandon Cooks. They traded him away this year. But he's still got Gronk, who's a beast. And he Brady seems to find running backs or other receivers with, you know, unknown players and they just produce for him he's a great quarterback i like brady um he started to get up there in age but he hasn't fallen off yet you know he's still doing it not much else to say other than like i said before he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time so moving on we got number six andrew luck of the indianapolis colts um last time he's played he missed all last year with a shoulder injury so the last time he played was in 2016, and he threw for 4,200 yards, 31 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He ran for 341 yards and two touchdowns. So far, he's only played in one preseason game this season. He's looked good. Uh, Luck is great talent, but you know he hasn't really thrown a football and played in a game other than this one preseason game. It's been two years, okay? So he's got to shake off that rush, shake off that, you know, Open that arm up and and get it moving again. Um, he's a very smart quarterback. I believe he will be solid. Just not sure if he'll return to that magical forty touchdown season that everybody remembers. He's going to be a top quarterback. I am all in on luck this year. I will be trying to scoop him up as long as the value is there. He has one of the best receivers in the game in T.Y. Hilton. And his team doesn't seem to want to play defense. So what does that mean? He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. A lot of shootouts. Going to try to score a lot of points because the other teams will score points on his team. Anyways, three of the last four seasons, he's been a top five quarterback. When he plays, he's a stud. So don't, you know, don't get all cute and think, you know, he's not going to do it. Luck will be back. All right, number seven, we got Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. Last year, he only played in seven games, got hurt, but before he had gotten hurt, he was having a magical season. And in those seven games, he threw for 1,699 yards, 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and he ran for 269 yards and two touchdowns. That's impressive for, you know, like half a season. Uh, you project that out, that, that's an amazing year. So, last year was an electrifying year for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, sorry. His college coach, Dabo Sweeney, said that he is the Michael Jordan in football. Okay? Don't overlook him. He was undervalued in college. They didn't think he could do it up there in Clemson. He beat some of the best football teams, such as Alabama, in the big games. Watson last year had a TD percent of 9.3 that's monstrous all right you all remember peyton manning 
one of the the, the best quarterbacks of all time, of all time. He set the uh, touchdown record in a season with 55. That year, Manning did that. Manning was at an 8.3 percent. What was Watson last year? 9.3, a whole percentage better. Almost one of 10 passes went for a touchdown for Watson. He can win you weeks by himself. It's a lot of fun to own him on your fantasy team because he is electrifying. He's fun to watch. I had him on a couple teams last year. I'm going to try to get him again this year, but I'm not going to pay for the price. Okay. If he goes early, let somebody else have him. Don't be a fool. Anyways, only five times a quarterback who played all 16 games has finished a year with a TD percentage over 7%. Okay. The following year, their average dropped 2.7%. So you go from 7 to and drop 2.7 into the 5.3. That's a lot, okay? Those quarterbacks were Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and Peyton Manning. They always fall from grace after a monster year. But don't get me wrong, I love Watson. So if you drop him 2.7% from that 9.3, he's still in that... 6% TD range. That's that's still a great area, okay? I just don't know if I'll end up with him because of his high draft price. Number eight, we got Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he signed a max deal this year with Minnesota. He was, he was originally from Washington. Well, now he's in Minnesota. Last year, he threw for 4,903 yards, 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, he ran for 179 yards and four touchdowns. Wow, kind of surprising there. Well, he is one of the most consistent quarterbacks. He's upgraded his talent in the pass-catching department with his receivers and tight end. Only question for me is, it's not really Cousins. It's Minnesota, okay? Minnesota has a solid team defense. They're not going to need him to throw the ball 35-plus times a game where he was doing down in Washington. Um, they're not going to – to me, I'm not projecting Minnesota to be playing from behind a lot. They're going to be running the ball, probably slowing that clock down, and just having him manage the game, kind of like what Case Keenum did last year in Minnesota. So if he's not throwing for 35-plus, where where is this production going to come from? Well, he's still – accurate he's still consistent i still like him he's got two of the best receivers in the game a great pass catching running back and i love the talent that's why cousins comes in at number eight for me number nine matthew stafford of the detroit lions stafford oh my gosh um last year threw for 4446 yards 29 touchdowns 10 interceptions ran for 98 yards and zero touchdowns uh last year he was ranked seventh and the year before that was seventh see a trend here that's right this year i'm projecting and i want him i really want him to come in at number seven so he can get those triple sevens jackpot he's a safe quarterback He's got his same receiving um, pass-catching guys as in Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and Jolie Galladay. Uh, the only one he lost was his tight end, Eric Ebron. Not worried. Ebron, I don't know, 
caught. You know, maybe he had oven mitts on his hands when he was trying to catch the ball. He just, he, Ebron had a lot of drops there in Detroit. Um, not a fan of him. But anyways, um, well, you can, you know, I hear people saying, well, you got LeGarrette Blount. They signed him. He's going to run the ball and take all those goal line touchdowns that Stafford throws for. Uh, not worried about that. I don't even know if Blunt's going to make the team this year. And if he does, okay, he'll try to run in the ball. You know, he's a great goal line back. Good. I still give Stafford. Uh, he, he's, he's Mr. Reliable, okay? Always throws for 4,000-plus yards every year. He has a nice opening schedule to start the season. That's why he's up here at 9. He, he'd be a great streaming option if you grab him late in your draft, snag him up. Start him the first couple of weeks and then search the waiver wires for who's the new hotness and then pick him up. Anyways, number 10, we got Philip Rivers of the Los Angeles Chargers. Played in 16 games last year, threw for 4,515 yards, 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and he ran for negative two yards and zero touchdowns. He's not a mobile quarterback, okay? Negative two yards. Oh, great job, Philip. Anyways, he's a great late-round value as a quarterback. He needs more touchdowns. He had 28 last year, which is great, but he usually hovers in that 25, 26 range. I'd like to see him get above 30. He's got the chance because his O-line has improved. His receiver, Keenan Allen, is awesome. Gordon is a solid catch passing. Running back, they drafted Mike Williams with their first pick last year. Solid receiver. You know, they did lose their uh, their tight end, Hunter Henry, in the um, mini camps. He's going to be out all year with an injury. Anyways, I still see the team doing doing well this year. The only thing that's going to hurt them is injuries. Um, they've kind of seemed to be injury prone the last few years. Anyways, he's got the Keenan Allen effect that made him awesome over the second half of last season. Basically, in my opinion, he needs to force feed him the ball. He will finish as a top 12 quarterback this year. He's got a strong case to put it up to do it again this season. Uh, you can scoop him up in the 10th round or later in drafts. He's a great value. Basically, when I say great value, I'm thinking like you know, like in Walmart. They're, they're brand there, you know. Eh? Phillip Rivers is going to be now Mr. Walmart, all right? Three of his first four games have a great matchup to start the season. He's got Kansas City at Buffalo at the Rams, and then again with San Francisco. Kansas City's defense isn't the same. Buffalo's going to be maybe Nate Peterman. And, you know what is he going to throw another five interceptions for your team? You know, fantastic. And the only team that's going to be a, st- a hard one is that Week Three against the Rams because they got a monster defense. And then San Francisco. So, like I said, I like Rivers this week or not this week this year. Um, Great first three three or four weeks. Uh, if you want to see the rest of my rankings, please visit the site at fantasyknockout.com. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Next show, we're going to go over draft strategies. What is the best way to draft? All right, until next time. Goodbye.